This is Story Players, the video game spoiler cast. I'm Josh. I'm Joe. Today we're discussing Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Roads. If you've been following this franchise, you know that this is actually the third Life is Strange game. Developer Don't Nod created the first game, but passed the torch on to Deck 9 to develop the prequel Before the Storm. So they could work on other projects, including this one, Mm -hmm. Life is Strange 2. Like the first game, there's five episodes planned. The first one was released on September 27th, 2018 on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. If you're unfamiliar with the franchise, Life is Strange is a modern take on the adventure game. It's heavily narrative-driven, mostly asking you to explore environments, talk with other characters, and make tough choices. The writing is fantastic, and the characters are relatable. So, as always, we like to start off the episode here with just a short intro to the game without any spoilers, in case you haven't played Life is Strange Season 2, Episode 1. And one thing we like to do is tell you things that you should know before you play the game, or at least things that are good to know. And again, no spoilers yet, so listen for a few minutes if you haven't played it yet. Things to know. This game was preceded by a free episode standalone game set in the same universe called The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. It was free, and it was only about an hour long, so there's no reason not to play it, but after playing that and this, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of tie-in yet. Like, I didn't feel like I would have missed out on anything in this episode having not played The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Yes, but they did say that there would be a tie-in. They said that we would meet that character Mm -hmm. during this game. So uh, I would still recommend checking it out, especially because it's free. Right. And we did an episode on it. So after you play it, you can go check it out. Exactly. The other thing that I think you probably should do before playing this game is play season one. Because it's not direct, at least so far, it doesn't seem like it's directly tied to it. But it is the same universe still. Mm -hmm. and. It's going to ask you at the beginning of the of this game, what was the final choice you made in season one? And we're not going to say what that what that choice even is here until we get to the post spoiler alert section. But I think this game is probably going to be more impactful if you have played the first season. There's definitely similarities there. And you are I think it's one of those things where even though it's it's brand new characters It's a whole new story, and it seems like you don't have to have played the previous games. No doubt there's going to be lots of references, Easter eggs, that kind of thing, that you are probably going to get more enjoyment if you played the previous games. But at this point, I don't think it's a a real requirement. Yeah, I I would agree with that. But then again, we we don't know what the rest of the story is going to be, and and maybe there will be greater tie-ins. But at this point, it doesn't seem like it. In in one of five episodes, it doesn't look like you need to. But (laughs) there's a whole whole lot of room there for things to change. What other thoughts do you think? Like, what other things might people want to know before playing Season 2, Episode 1? Oh, the big thing is that uh, it's really cool. These games are on Game Pass, on Xbox Game Pass Mm. right now. So if you're not familiar with Game Pass, that is a service for Xbox players that is a monthly, almost like a rental. It's Think of it like Netflix for games. It's like Netflix for games. Where you pay, you know, 10 bucks a month, and you get access to over 100 games, and then you can play any of those. But if you don't, it's, it's like a rental in the sense that if you don't subscribe the next month, you lose access to those. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're subscribed, you can play them. And they, they have added 
all of uh, Life is Strange 1, all five episodes, all three episodes of Life is Strange Before the Storm, and it looks like, surprise, they're putting in Life is Strange 2, and it's not even out yet. I mean, <laughs> the first episode's out, and it is available on Game Pass, Right, and they're adding all the other episodes as they become available. Mm-hmm. So rather than spending... Have 40, they said they're going to add the rest of them? They said they're going to add the rest of them, but I don't know if it's going to be on release. I think right. so. Mm. I think so. Wow. But it may, there might be a slight delay. I don't know. Hmm. So that's great. If you are interested in any of these games, for $10 for one month, uh, you can play all of them. And you could play through all of these in a month. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's kind of like watching a TV show. You, right. know, you can binge through it. Yeah. Anything else people should know? Yes. There is a new mechanic in this game where you draw pictures. And I had a really hard time figuring this yes. out the first time I did it. <laughs> and, and I just wanted to kind of explain what I think, how it works, so that when you first encounter it, you'll know what to do. Mm-hmm. So our main character here, Sean, he uh, is an artist. You, you'll see a lot of sketches that he's done. And sometimes you'll have an opportunity to sit down with your sketchbook and draw the environment that you're, that you're seeing. And so what it looks like you do is that you'll, you'll sit down, you'll look up, and the environment will have these dashed lines throughout it. And you kind of like look at that, and then you hold down a button, and he sort of takes in and kind of memorizes that. And then you look down at the book, and this is where I struggled, because mm-hmm. I think you just keep, if you're playing on a controller, you just keep moving the analog stick, the left yep. analog stick, until basically he's not making any more uh, pencil marks. Right. And then you have to look back up, find another dashed area. Mm-hmm. And then go back down and just repeat that process. Eventually, you'll finish the picture. Right. I did not finish the, fir- the first picture because I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> and then finally, I just wanted to note that uh, just like in the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, there's a lot of great options in this game. You can mute the licensed music if you want to stream or share with people online and not worry about copyright strikes. There's a lot of accessibility options like uh, there's a lot of robust subtitle options and... Uh, if you don't like tapping buttons repeatedly, you can have the option to hold the button down. And that's that's really cool. Good things to know. So quick thoughts on this, whether we'd recommend it or, or you know, set up, setting people's expectations for this. Yeah, come on. Just give me a spoiler-free review. Spoil- what do you think? Spo- well, not, not even a spoiler-free review. This is a good game. It's not, I, like, so far, based on this one episode, it's not the best game we've ever done. It's not a game that... I absolutely loved every single second of it. It honestly feels a little slow. It feels like an intro to a much yeah, longer uh, thing. Yeah, that, that is a problem with trying to review one fifth of right. anything. Right. So I think as long as you're prepared for that, I think you'll like if you're into Life is Strange style games, which you probably are if you're listening to this, then I think you're going to like this and you should play it, especially if you have Xbox and Game Pass. Yeah, definitely. I, I I think the character's great. I think the acting's great. The production value is much higher than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. The music, again, is really good. Mm-hmm. The graphics are a lot better. All, all of that, I I think it's more than more than reason enough to play this if you game. Have, if you've ever been in someone's house and wish you could just like snoop around and look at all the stuff that they have, these are great games for that. You just, that's all that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, any other thoughts before we jump into the meat of this show? No, let's do it. Okay, so from here on out, Everything else is a spoiler. And we had to discuss this a little bit beforehand. What is fair game for spoiling? And everything, uh, you know, all, all 60 minutes of content in the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, totally available for spoiling, although I don't think we're even going to mention it really. 
original like season one life is strange totally up for grabs here we're gonna have to talk about the ending of that game at the very least yep at the very least and that'll be one of the first things we talk about here so we might give you a little bit uh, no no there's gonna be multiple places where we spoil the end of this so yeah life is strange before the storm i don't think we're gonna end up having anything here to spoil from but you never know there could be but probably not right probably not in this episode at least Okay, so if you haven't played Season 2, Episode 1 of Life is Strange, and you're going to stop listening now, thanks for checking this out. Go and play the game, and then come back. Remember, Story Players is part of the Digital Media Zone. We've got some other podcasts that you might like if you're into DIY home theater stuff, if you're into smart home stuff, and of course gaming. We cover all of that over at the Digital Media Zone. You can also easily find us by going to Story Players Podcast. Dot com and we don't like it sounds like from this intro that we only podcast about life is strange games <laughs> that's not true uh this is our 30th episode we've done lots of games and recently have done uh the walking dead the most recent and final season of the walking dead and the last episode that we recorded there we also talked about uh the the crazy situation that went on with telltale the developers of that so Lots of, of awesome stuff for you guys to check out over at the Digital Media Zone. Now, let's get on with the rest of the show. All right, let's get into the recap then. The very first thing the game is going to ask you when you start is, did you play Life is Strange 1? And if so, which ending did you choose? Right. What did you answer? Like, did, did you say that you played it? Of course, I said that I played it. Right. And I said that I chose to sacrifice Arcadia Bay. Because you're a monster. Because that is the ending I chose. <laughs> and this is not a discussion on Life is Strange 1, so I will not go into my de- right. <laughs> to my reasons for it. But I assume that you chose what you actually did. Yeah, so I, I did say, yes, I played the, the first game, and I did say that uh, because I'm not a horrible person, <laughs> I did not sacrifice Arcadia Bay. But I was also curious, what happens if you say, no, I didn't play the mm-hmm. game? Does it just pick the correct ending, which is you didn't sacrifice Arcadia Bay? (laughs) No, instead, it randomly chooses for you. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You won't know until there's some reference to it. Right. All right. The game opens with uh, some dash cam footage from a police car. We see the officer pull over to report a 10-10 in progress. He calls for backup as he leaves the car to handle the situation. He walks out of the camera's view, but we hear arguing and a gunshot. Suddenly, the car flips over, and we see the officer thrown into the street from some kind of blast. Yeah, super weird introduction to this game. One thing I noticed during the um, the cam footage is the date. It's October 28th, 2016. It's like flashing, like they really want you to see this date. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it's 2016, so this takes place a number of years. You don't know why? It seemed like, especially by about halfway through this episode, it seemed pretty obvious why. Please, share. It's right before the 2016 presidential election. Oh. Presidential politics get brought up a couple of times. It's 2016. Right. Okay. That's really important. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that brings a lot more context. There's a lot of references to uh, immigration and whatnot later Mm -hmm. on, and so... Uh, it makes sense, especially around this timing. But this is also like three years after the events of Life is Strange 1. 
to get kind of give context mm. of where we are in, in the Life is Strange timeline. I couldn't even remember when what year Life is Strange one ended. I'll tell you later why I know what date it is. Awesome. But this is sort of like a preview of what's to come, right? This isn't like the present. This mm. is a little bit in the future. Right. We later find out that this is right after the fight with the, the neighbor kid that kicks off the story. Right. right. This is to get you interested. And I'm just, I just love that we've got superpowers again. A school bus drops off some teenagers after school. One is Sean, who's our player character. The other is his friend Lila. They walk to Sean's house while talking about tonight's party and some other stuff. What do you think about these characters so far after this scene? They seem like typical teenagers. They are likable. Uh, I like the friendship that they have. I had a a similar friendship. You don't often see uh, close high school friendships between people of opposite genders. And it was cool to see that. I guess Sean has a crush on this Jen girl. Mm -hmm. So Lila's kind of being like wingman kind of thing, trying to help him out (laughs) with the situation. We see the, on the way to the house, we see this neighbor, a brief introduction, and he's kind of a jerk. Kind of a jerk. That's a little bit of an understatement. Kind of a jerk. I believe he says, go back to your own country. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more than just kind of a jerk. He's a racist jerk because Sean is, well, Sean is American. He says that later. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. his dad immigrated here from so, Mexico. So, okay. So, we, our main character here is Sean. And yeah. yes, he's of Mexican descent. Right. And this is taking place in or near Seattle, mm-hmm. Washington. South Seattle. I don't South know if that's Seattle. actually a place or if they just called it South Seattle. It's the Seattle. south side of Seattle. So, that's really kind of an important context here for, right. the, for the entire story. Um, he, he lives with his younger brother, Daniel, who we'll see soon, and uh, his dad. Mm-hmm. When they get to the house, Sean and Lila are like hanging out and she pulls out like a cigarette and offers him one. And it's hard to tell in this game, like what's the important decisions here. We know that there, we have the one major type of decision where everything stops and makes it very clear that Mm -hmm. it's almost like you're choosing between alternate timelines. Right. Which is a lot better, I think, than the (laughs) sound of, of Life is Strange 1. Yeah. But that's not this kind of decision right here. It's just sort of just, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, do you do you take it? Do you take a hit or do you refuse it? I refused it. I refused it too. He says, eh, nah, maybe at the party. Track stars aren't supposed to smoke, you know. So the main thing here that they're talking about is trying to get supplies for this party. Lila's got the weed covered. Sean needs to get some money, some munchies, chip and dip, some soda, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And some beer. Well, you gotta have have the beer and the blankets. And blankets. You said that, you know, these these kids are relatable, Mm -hmm. likable. Mm -hmm. It feels like we get to know a lot about them, even just right in this opening scene here. They talk about, they even had that conversation about, you know, what happens when we graduate? Right. You know, okay, we're good friends right now, but, you know, they're starting to have those, I don't know what's going to happen with my life kind of thing that happens at that age. You know, will we go to different schools? Will we still talk to each other? That kind of thing. They, they even give you a, cho- a chance to, to say what you would do. What, would you always be friends or, or is it not possible? What did you choose? I, I chose that we would always be friends. Of course, like we'll this, always be friends. Uh, this part I totally <laughs> related to. I had so much anxiety at the oh, end really? of high school because I realized at the time that, dude, in high school, you get to see your best friends every, every day. single day. And once you graduate, that is all gone. Yeah. And I'm the, I'm the kind of person who, if I don't see you every day, I just... You're just gone. You just become a distant memory. That's right. just, I was gone for the last week and Joe forgot my name. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> so, I mean, realistically, I would probably say, nah, it's not possible. But <laughs> in this case, I did say always be friends because I think that's what he would say. 
So Lila leaves to get ready for the party, and Sean goes inside uh, the house, where he gets sucked into some debate with his dad and brother about who gets the last piece of chocolate candy bar. Mm -hmm. Choco crisp? Something like that. So apparently your dad wants you to be the judge, or Sean to be the judge here. Mm. Who gets it? What did you choose? I chose the dad. Senor Diaz wins! That is right! (laughs) You have to pick the dad. You're trying to get him to give you things (laughs) so that you can go to this party. You gotta butter him up. I I just, I really like this dad character. Oh, the dad is great. I mean, he's like the kind of dad I'd like to be. Mm -hmm. That I would aspire to be. Right. I don't have kids this old yet. Well, my kids are around Daniel's age, but I don't have this, like, uh, Sean is 16 Mm -hmm. in this, so... I hope, you know, I can, I can have that sort of attitude with kids older, when they get older. Only thir- 34% of players gave the Choco Crisp to Dad. Oh. 20% gave it to Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, 46% kept it for themselves. Oh, of course. So then uh, we get to do the whole, like, nosy, let's go around the house and look mm. at everything kind of thing. And uh, so you're just, you're just searching for all the items on your, on your list. Did you steal the coins from the coin jar? No. Did you even try? Buy beer with coins? No, I didn't. I didn't even try. (laughs) Okay, you can take them. I think it's like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. It's a lot of coins. It is. But then I'm like, ah. I'm not a middle schooler. (laughs) (laughs) I don't buy things with nickels. I'm like, oh crap, maybe I, you know what? I'm not going to start this off like this. And I put the, I put the coins back. Oh, you can put them back. Okay. Definitely. Did you take the cookies, the Halloween candy or the chips? The chips. Why? The chips seem like a better party food. Okay, but beer or soda? No, actually, I lie. I took the cookies. You took the cookies. I took the cookies. Okay, but beer or soda? Well, beer. See, I took the soda. Really? Yeah. Like, the whole point was to get beer. I know, but, like, again, I don't want to start off on the wrong foot here. One new feature I like in this this game is when you play music, Sean starts singing along to the music at different parts of the song. Like, I was in Sean's room, and you can turn music on. And then as I'm looking through all of his stuff, learning about who I am, basically... He'll just start singing parts of the parts of the lyrics at the same time that the song's playing. I I don't think I I don't think I turned the music on. It's really so cool. I totally missed that. It's really cool. What else? Is, what what all in this in this house did you did you do anything else that's kind of funny or interesting? Nothing that really stands out. There's one thing that I didn't do. What's that? Go into Daniel's room. You didn't even go to Daniel at all. Mm-mm. You didn't even try to go into his room. No. I decided to play this game a little bit differently. Instead did you like of, rush? Did you rush through and just not look at everything? I didn't. I wasn't trying to rush through, but I was. I specifically wasn't trying to do absolutely everything. Hmm. I was trying to play it more like what I think Daniel and Sean would be doing. Okay, and Sean would have no reason to go into Daniel's room here. He's trying to get stuff ready for the party and get the heck out of there. So why would he go into his little brother's room who's just been annoying him well i'm playing this like a game and so i went (laughs) and did everything i could so when i knock on the door daniel's still pretty upset about the chocolate bar but he did he did ask if lila asked about him (laughs) apparently daniel's got a little thing for lila yeah and i said uh yeah she wants to marry you (laughs) (laughs) did you go did you go in the bathroom or I think it was the bathroom and look in the mirror and start like practicing your pickup lines uh-huh. in the mirror? <laughs> they were all awkward and terrible. Made me so happy that I'm married and never have to deal with that crap again. <laughs> I know. I was starting to feel anxiety just. Right. So eventually you're going to have to find your way into the garage. So mm-hmm. uh, the dad is a mechanic, works on cars. He's, he's restoring a car, I think, for uh, Sean's birthday right. or graduation or mm-hmm. something. Graduation. 
I had a hard time finding this tool that he asks you for. <laughs> He's very specific. Hey, can you go get this wrench with the little switch with the thing? And the, I'm like, I don't even know what any of these words mean. <laughs> it wasn't that, like, I knew it wasn't going to be the first thing I found. And then you find what absolutely looks like it is the thing uh -huh. and he's like no that's not the right size well why is it that i couldn't <laughs> see the size on this one yeah, it was a 16 but i could see the 16 millimeter on the non-adjustable wrench <laughs> the problem was i didn't realize there's another side of the garage mm, and so right. i kept him like well if it's not this it's got to be this this no how about that he's getting really frustrated with me esteban needs to do a better job of putting <laughs> his tools away <laughs> yeah he sounded like he knew what he was talking about it's in that second drawer but no so, of course, the whole reason why you're there, after you talk with your dad, give him his tools and talk about his future, blah, 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 you do come to the topic of money. Right. And, dad, you got any money? And he says, okay, okay, just be honest with me. Are you using this money to buy alcohol, weed? And you said? I said. Did you lie? I did lied tell the and truth? said no. You said no? I said no. What did he say? He said, then I'm going to... Oh, no. So I ended up saying it was for candy and other Halloween crap. And Esteban says, well, candy and Halloween crap should only cost you 20. If, if you had needed beer, I would have given you 40. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I said, yeah, probably. And he gave me 40 bucks. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, this dad seems reasonable. If he's asking me this, he's probably okay with me doing. He's not going to be like real strict pure anti-drug no do anything like that right he seems like a reasonable guy so i said yeah probably well it worked out well for you <laughs> and most people went with your route only 21 percent of people lied oh, to esteban interesting but when you go to leave your dad's like hey not so fast a shawnee boy don't you think your papito deserves a <laughs> hug is that what you say to your kids now before they go to school i will now <laughs> of course i hugged him I didn't. You didn't hug him? No, I didn't. I'm like, Sean's too cool for this. He ain't gonna do this. He's, he's not gonna be he's like, ah, oh, come on, wow. dad. But you felt bad for that a few minutes later. Well. 89% <laughs> of people hugged Esteban. Yeah, well. God, I should have given him a hug. So once you got everything you can possibly get, you can pack your bag and then go call Lila on Skype. Skype? I, I know it's a thing, but it's interesting. But do teenagers actually use it? Maybe. But like, I thought that was interesting that it's it's called out by name. Yeah, that they actually used a, a real thing. Right, because I think if you up. look at the computer, it, I think YouTube is pulled up, but it's called something different. Mm -hmm. So, And the game console is a play box. Play box, yeah. Yeah. So you're talking with Lila on Skype about, you know, just resuming your conversation about the party while she's getting ready. But you're mostly talking about Jen. Of course. And you, of course, you got to do some cyber stalking on her wall. Not Facebook. Wall. <laughs> Wasn't it called Instabook or something like that? <laughs> Did you comment on the picture? I gave it a heart. Oh, I said, no, that's going to be really creepy. You got to like, play. No, nah, I didn't put anything there. <laughs> I'm going to go see her real soon. Is that what kids do? They just text it and just leave emojis? Probably. At some point, Daniel interrupts to show his uh, homemade zombie blood. See, when <laughs> I went to go talk to him in his room, that he was working on a, pro a secret yeah. project or whatever. Because it's almost Halloween. Yes, because it's October 28th. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, Daniel comes in and he's, he's got these clothes on. It's like all torn up and he's, he's got his zombie blood. And a mask. He does have a mask. Yeah. 
But of course, we shoo him away. I, I got to say that I really like the way that Sean is presented in this game, the way that he acts. This, to me, he, he just nails it with the, this is the way a teenager acts. Mm-hmm. This, he acts just like my nephew I have, who's like <laughs> 14. The way that he talks to his brother mm-hmm. and then switches to the way he talks to somebody else. And then later throughout the episode, it's, it is this balance, this back and forth of, oh, come on, Daniel, like, stop it. Just stop it. Right. And also like, you know, let me take care of you. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be fine kind of thing. Right. And I just, I just thought that was so relatable. Anywho, at some point you look out the window and you see Daniel getting into it with the neighbor. Um, and so Sean runs out to the front yard and that's when things just go to crap. Mm-hmm. You have an important decision here because the neighbor, Brett, is saying that the whole thing that instigated all of this is that Daniel got his fake zombie blood all over Brett's shirt. It's like a white shirt, too, right? Oh, yeah. He's like wrecked the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And so you face a, a choice of whether to confront Daniel about it or to get it. Well, what is it? Get in. Brett's face about it? Do you have it's a uh, question, Daniel, or confront Brett. Right. Or, yeah, Brett. So which option did you pick? At this point, this neighbor guy, if we hadn't seen the neighbor guy mm-hmm. earlier, and I, if I didn't already have the impression of who this guy is, mm-hmm. it may have swayed my decision differently. Mm-hmm. At this point, I said, I'm confronting Brett. Oh, nice. Good. Because that isn't what I did. I was trying to de-escalate the situation. So I questioned well, that's probably Daniel. smart. And, well, <laughs> didn't help. Uh, spoilers. Things still turn out the same way, I'm pretty sure. I, I basically just end up feeling bad for it later because he's a 17-year-old boy, so of course he doesn't question Daniel gently. He's basically a jerk about it. Yeah. Why are you so stupid? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do this? And he's, he's a total jerk to Daniel. Mm-hmm. And you start walking away, but Brett is still yelling at you. And then Brett says something along the lines of, and now I, I understand why your mom bailed on you guys or something like that. And Sean turns around and decks him. Mm-hmm. Knocks him to the ground right then and there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. he, no, they end up wrestling a little bit and then he like pushes him and that's when he falls and hits his head on the rock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, so when you do, when you do confront Brett, it's basically that, you know, it's just a little bit of punching, a little fighting there. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, he knocks him down. So even though this was like, this was one of those big decisions, right? Like mm-hmm. I said, where instead of the, eh, 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 it's the, it's like a, sh- it's like a alternate timelines kind of thing. It's kind of presented almost like comic book panels, but it's sort of, yeah, but it's like glass breaking. It just kind of has that like alternate dimension kind of look to it. And when you see one of those, you think this is an important decision, but you just told me, well, we just saw that we had two different things, two different decisions with the same outcome. So well, like, the same immediate outcome. I think that what's the not immediate outcome? like I, I don't think this is super spoilery for another game that we're playing now, but it, I think it's sort of similar to what's going on in the most recent season of The Walking Dead, where it will impact how Daniel feels later in the game. Mm-hmm. Like if you keep doing things to make Daniel feel bad, I think it's probably going to have negative consequences later on. But, you know, that's the impression I got, too. You know, in the first game, whenever you made one of those kind of decisions, that was kind of important. You have like the little butterfly symbol mm-hmm. in the upper left corner. Now, when you're making these decisions, it's got these these wolves mm-hmm. in the bottom right corner. And sometimes they're both highlighted. Sometimes the little one's highlighted. Oh. 
So I, yeah, I'm thinking that it's, it's something it's, it's having a positive or negative effect on your, on your relationship. You with know what brother. else I just thought of What's with that? the little wolves? And now I kind of want to go back and play it for a third time to find out, or maybe I'll just pay more attention to episode two. <laughs> Those wolves move. They're moving back and forth too. Do you think they're getting farther apart? I wonder if they're getting further apart or moving mm. closer together. Maybe. Yeah. You'll have to pay attention next yeah. time. Yeah. Maybe I'll just be a total jerk to Daniel from now on and see if <laughs> they have the opposite ends of the screen. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's one of those, like, it seems like it's having an effect, but we don't know the actual numbers behind it. We don't know what right. exactly is going to be, so we'll just have to I'll wait and see. Uh, yeah, so right around that time, that's when the cop car comes in that we saw from the introduction mm. in the dash cam footage. And so then we get to see from the alternate angle of how the cop comes, sees two kids of Mexican descent, a white guy on the ground convulsing. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget there's fake blood all over him. Right. So it looks really bad. All over two of them. Yeah. But, but especially the guy, the white guy who's laying on the ground. Right. So the cops freaking out. Um, and the kids are like, well, 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 like, you know, what's going on kind of thing. And, and the dad comes out and he's also trying to, to calm the, the cop down. But at some point, I don't know what triggers it. He just, the cop, he just gets nervous and, and shoots the dad. Well, I think Esteban did take another step closer to the cop because Esteban comes out and he's kind of got his hands up, like, mm -hmm. you know, calm right. down sort of up in the air, not, not raised all the way above his head, but, and the cop says, you need to stop and get down on the ground. And then Esteban, cause he's just trying to calm him down, takes another step or two forward. And I think that's what causes the cop to shoot. And so. Daniel sees this, of course, and he, this is what we see for the first time is use of this, this power, which seems mm -hmm. like it's a, it's a, it's a force push. It's like a force. It's like it, a force explosion. It's like the, it's like, it's like an explosion just without all the fire. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Cause things, it seems to have a circular blast radius. That's what it did look like. it, And it affected not just in the immediately surrounding area, like when the camera pulls back and, and shows the bigger picture of like the house is smoke, like things are smoking and mm -hmm. it, it affected a quite a large area. Yeah. Right. So some number of minutes later, Sean wakes up. His dad is dead. The cop looks dead. Mm -hmm. Brett is probably. probably dead. And Sean isn't, or I mean, Daniel isn't, but he's not exactly waking up either. Right. He's passed out or whatever. Yeah. So Sean picks up Daniel and just, just runs. Runs, grabs the book bag. Grabs his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then takes off. If you were in the situation with this cop, I mean, what would you do? If he's, if a cop is yelling at me to lay down on the ground, I'm going to lay down on the ground. Because what else can I do to positively impact this situation? Especially when he's waving his gun around. Right. Do you think it's different, though, if you're Mexican? I don't know. And, and maybe... Because I've never been in this type of situation. Maybe I wouldn't. I mean, all that adrenaline is flowing. The cop just appears out of nowhere, basically. Because you're so focused on the fight, you didn't notice this cop coming up. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're so stunned that you're not getting right on the ground. I would like to think that Esteban would, would be a better listener to the cop. He doesn't have maybe as much adrenaline flowing through his system because he wasn't just in a fist fight. and he didn't just almost kill another kid, but he doesn't seem to make the right choice here either. I, I don't know if, if their race it impacts how they behave here. 
Well, I mean, there's been a lot of incidents in the last mm-hmm. few years about just we're seeing we're seeing you know video evidence now of right of cops ended up killing you know black people because right. of you know whatever they're doing even though that they may be following directions exactly sometimes mm-hmm. they still end up dead right so if you if you're in the situation it's almost like i don't even know what i would do like if if that was in my mind mm-hmm. uh so i that's why i wanted to bring this up is yeah. is that the first game was interesting life strange because we were playing as a teenage girl, mm-hmm. which I'd never been. Right. Neither have I. <laughs> and a potentially lesbian relationship, depending on how you, how you played that mm-hmm. game. Here now, even though, now that we're male, mm-hmm. and we have been that age before, right. you and I, in this particular situation, are now in a, like playing a minority character. Right. And not just like, oh, they just, they just have dark skin or whatever, and you're playing mm-hmm. an action game, shooting people, and what right. have you. In a, in a game... Uh, where you do have to make these kind of decisions. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm wondering if you felt if you had any of that feeling during the scene about you know it, did that have any any effect on on how you perceived that? Yeah, I, the the thoughts going through my head the whole time were Sean, do what the cop says. Esteban, do what the cop says. The cop might still do the wrong thing, but if you don't do what he says, it seems like chances are greater that things are going to go poorly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if those are your only choices, right? If I mean, if one choice is going to guarantee something bad happening, right? And yeah, I mean, like I said, I I can't say exactly what I would do because I've never been in a situation like this. I've been pulled over by the cops for speeding and stuff like that, but it's never been a super big deal. I've never been asked to get out of the car, and who knows? Maybe that's because I'm white. I don't know. Maybe it's I have no idea. But I've never had a really super intense situation with a police officer so i'm not really sure but i would like to think that what i would do is follow the instructions in hopes that that's probably my best chance of getting out of this okay but like you said for some people even just following the directions and doing exactly what you're supposed to do in real life still hasn't been enough i really wasn't thinking about it during this scene but it kind of it, it hit me Later on, when we come up to the gas station mm-hmm. and there's the family there at the picnic table, right? And we just come strolling along, mm-hmm. just two kids who look like they don't belong, right? And I'm like, I know that my younger brother is—he doesn't know what's going on, but he's he's hungry and he's tired, and I have like ten bucks, right? And it's that it's not just the it's not just the feeling like I'm poor, but it was also like I don't even know if I could get these people to even like me at all because mm-hmm. just I, I look different right because you know? i'm different i'm very yeah. different right and and like you said these aren't things that you and i have a whole lot of experience with we're white guys who grew up in white white areas and i don't know if i've ever thought about that when watching a movie that's why i think like a game mm. like this is is interesting as a as an art form or as a type of entertainment because mm-hmm. i don't know if i can think of a movie where i've felt that same way coming up to that gas station right uh, because i'm not the one in a movie i'm not the one controlling i'm not the one like having those actions yeah like i i've definitely watched you know the the movie that always comes to mind for me is american history x and you know i i can i i have a lot of feelings when you see you know racist things happening but i don't go into them with the same level of anxiety that maybe an African-American or, or a Mexican or something like that would feel while watching something like that. And, and you're right. 
playing the game where you are the character, it does maybe bring you a little bit closer to it. All right. So we pick up two days later. Uh, Sean and Daniel are hiking along the side of a road going through like a park or a large forest. Daniel's tired and complaining about the days of travel. So at this point, he seems oblivious to what happened, even mm. though we know that he witnessed it. He seems to have no memory of it. Right. Um, and, and Sean is hiding it from him. Uh, eventually, they find a trail and uh, camp for the night away from the road. Yeah. So this is where you get to do the I think this is the first place you get to draw the scene. Right. I actually had one in the uh, in my room, in Sean's room. I had a it was like a beanbag chair, I think. Oh. And you could sit in there and draw the room. Oh. And that was the one I couldn't I couldn't do. Oh, okay. But yeah, was, there's a drawing the river. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the drawing stuff. It's not like taking pictures or um I like never took pictures in the first Life is Strange either. No. And then also the um graffiti. Yeah, never did that. Before the storm. Before the storm. Barely did any of that too. Mm. Hey, right before like as we're transitioning into the scene, we get the title screen. Like a half hour after the game starts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I took a, I took my time. It may have been an hour after the game started mm-hmm. before I got this title screen. Yeah, it, I, it could easily be an hour. If you do everything in that house, it could easily be an hour. I think it's funny that Daniel's still dressed up as a zombie. Like, <laughs> Right? He's walking along the road with the zombie mask hanging <laughs> off the back of his head. We've got a few, like, well, there's a few decision things here. You find some candy in the car outside the trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have it, you can try to steal it. Do you try to steal it? No. Busting into somebody's car to steal a candy bar seemed like a pretty terrible idea. Also, n- really terrible example to set for your brother. The window was down a little bit. You probably could have <laughs> reached in there. <laughs> you probably couldn't. And you would have had to have asked Daniel to stick his tiny little arm in there. Yeah. It's probably not a good idea considering that he doesn't know what's going on yet. Right? Mm-hmm. He thinks that they're just you know, taking, camping. They're, they're camping. Yeah. But you know, it, they're just taking a few days for Walking some reason without the their campsite and their dad's going to yeah. meet them later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, pro- so yeah, that was my same reasoning as well. I did not mm. try to take the candy. However, there was a box nearby where you're supposed to pay to either park or to use the trail. Mm. It's sort of a, you know, just like a donation box. Or not, we, I, we trust you. Go ahead yeah. and put some money in here. And uh, there's, it's locked, mm-hmm. but you can try to use a rock to, to bust it open. Yeah. So and, uh, I guess I'm only somewhat of a good example because <laughs> I did bust this thing open. I did too. And there was nothing inside. Yeah. But, so why, why, why do you think that, that you would do it differently? Like, I don't what's know. the difference? I mean, it, seriously, because, it's different. Because it's someone's personal property versus just this thing out in, in public. That's interesting. In the one case, you probably could have just reached in and grabbed the candy and nobody would have noticed. Right. And it's Without just, breaking anything. It's just a piece of candy, right? right? In this case, though, I mean, you have to break it open mm-hmm. and, and potentially steal lots of money. Yeah, but the other thing that went into that decision is it could be a lot of money, and man, do I need money right now. Yeah, this, this area is sort of like a, just an open, another area to explore, right? Mm-hmm. There's a picnic area, there's a long trail, lots of things happen here. Is there anything that stood out to you as being interesting that you'd want to talk about? No, I was, no, I, I, I was bored by this area. Really? I was really bored by this area. This, this whole section felt like it was way longer and way more drawn out than it really needed to be. This was absolutely my least favorite part of the game. Okay. I thought there was, there was good dialogue in terms of like exploring and looking at things. I like going through trails, but yeah, there wasn't, 
a whole lot, but there was a lot of interaction between the brothers. And I don't know if you'd call this a game mechanic, but we did get a new option here when looking at signs and things where usually you can look at something. Mm -hmm. You'll hear Sean say something about it. You can interact with it in some way. But now we have a third option that if Daniel's nearby, you can invite him over and, and have some sort of conversation with him about what you're looking at. Right. And so like the don't feed the bear sign. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of cool things there. At some point, Daniel seems real unsure about this whole going into the woods thing. And you can say, aren't you Mr. Minecraft or it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which one did, did you, uh, did you choose one of those? Well, Minecraft doesn't seem to make any sense. And maybe it's because I'm not a Minecraft player, <laughs> but I'm like, Minecraft doesn't make any sense. So I went with the Lord of the Rings option. Okay. So like what what kind of, I didn't, I did the Minecraft one. So like what kind of things did, did they, did he talk about? There's uh, got to be tons of references. There weren't tons of references. Uh, the only one that I wrote down is that he, he calls us Samwise and Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there it, the Minecraft stuff just wouldn't stop. It was like, oh jeez, I it, he's like, oh yeah, I can use my axe to chop some wood. Then we can build a secret base. But and it would stop there. But then as they kept going down the trail, it was more and more references to creepers, and I gotta find blocks of coal. Oh wow! Look, and then like in the section where there were like some trees had fallen down, he's like, man, it looks like a charged creeper was here and exploded, and it just it just kept coming. Hmm. So, I wonder if they didn't do as much of the Lord of the Rings stuff because they were afraid of copyright stuff. Well, they, well I mean, they. I mean, if you're going to have one reference, you got to have. There's no reason not to have more, right? I don't know. Lord of the Rings isn't public domain yet, is it? No, it's not that old. Um, I think it was written in the 70s. It would have to be in the like 19 teens for it to be public domain. So Minecraft is owned by Microsoft now. Mm -hmm. Skype is owned by Microsoft. Mm hmm. Maybe it's a Microsoft. This thing? game was an Xbox exclusive. No, nope, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I would say maybe it's a Microsoft thing. However, at some point you come across a tree that's got, I think, like mushrooms growing on it or something. Mm. And Daniel says, hey, that looks like a clicker. A clicker is one of the zombie types from The Last of Us, which is a oh. PlayStation game. And so Sean's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, Rrrr. and that's the sound. That's the sound that the thing makes from the game. Oh, really? So. Okay, that, that kind of ruins our Microsoft theory right mm -hmm. there. But I just loved all these real-world references, especially games. I think right. that's really cool. Right. I haven't played The Last of Us yet. You need to. I'm going to. <laughs> Spoilers. When the next one comes out, we're going to cover that for this <laughs> for this podcast. This, this area actually had a lot of, I don't know if I want to call them bugs, but uh, the dialogue would get interrupted. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, because Daniel's kind of talking to you, and it's not triggered by anything in particular. Right. And I, then he'd start, start talking like, and then I write when I clicked on something right. and then I missed it. Yep. That was annoying. You like how I interrupted you while you were saying that? That was really cool. Since you were talking about being interrupted. <laughs> did you eat any berries? I did. Did you let Daniel eat any berries? Yeah. Yeah. And we ended up okay. Cool. He didn't... Uh, we didn't get sick. He didn't get sick. Did you get sick? Yeah. I didn't get sick. <laughs> but overnight... When, oh yeah overnight after we set up camp and and we have our one little little blanket to sleep mm -hmm. on daniel starts having like nightmares in the middle mm -hmm. of the night and then he gets up he's like i don't feel good and he just starts <laughs> throwing up all over the place uh, yeah fortunately didn't have that so there was there were a few berry bushes and i you know the first one i said i sean ate one he's like yeah that's fine go ahead and then i came across another bush 
And I had some new options when you got close to it and it was eat, but there was also a don't eat this one. And so I wonder if some of the berry bushes were okay and some were not. I think that was probably the case. Because I definitely ate from the second. Right. I, I didn't. And the thing is, I didn't eat from the second bush. Oh, sure. Only Daniel did. Just send Daniel there to get sick on I know. I know poison. I know poisonous plants. Did you notice anything during the nightmare? During the nightmare. When Daniel's having his nightmare? Hmm. Like things that he's saying? No. No. So as he's like muttering or whatever, every time he like mutters or yells or whatever it is that he's doing in his nightmare, it was, it was, you had to really be paying attention to notice this. The fire, the campfire would like flare up. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Very subtle. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, because you could, the, the vast majority of the campfire wasn't even visible, but he would make a noise or whatever and it would like peek up into frame mm. i wonder if i didn't notice it because his dream was interrupted by by throwing it all over the place by the way the the game looks great there's a few effects particle effects that don't look all that great vomit is one of them it oh, didn't look all that fantastic i bet well it's kind of not supposed to i remember thinking toward the end of this section of the game like, i really wanted to check out that party i really wanted to go to that party i know i wanted to, i was interested to see what that was going to happen there all kinds of fun right did you skip rocks on the river? I tried skipping rocks with Daniel and and we, we couldn't make it happen. Did it work for you? I went to go do it and the option went away. You took too long. Took too long. You were still drawing. I, was, I took too long drawing. That's exactly what it was. Did you fight a tree? I did. So did you, uh, so you fought the tree and not Daniel? Right. Yeah. I, I figured I, I needed to do something right here and decided to fight alongside him instead mm. of against him. That's probably good. Yeah. Who were you fighting? Was it a Lord of the Rings reference? Because I was fighting a skeleton with flame arrows. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember them saying anything specifically. So when they settle in for the night with the fire and they go through the bag and see what they have to eat, that's the stuff you packed. Right. It's a good thing I didn't pack beer. Yeah, I was drinking beer and eating cookies. <laughs> I actually had a can of beer open. I don't know where it came from because I grabbed the soda. That's weird. Yeah. Seems like a bug. So you, yeah, you didn't, you didn't see the sick scene with, with Daniel getting sick. Right. But Sean seems really concerned. Like, it's so, like, what have I gotten myself into? Right. Am I doing the right thing here? Yeah. You know, like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Be. But he really doesn't sound very sure of himself. No. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, Sean and Daniel continue hiking along the road until they find a gas station. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. At this gas station. Mm-hmm. This is this is that section with the family uh, at the picnic table. Yep. So, yeah, like I said, I was saying, I, I just didn't feel comfortable talking to them, right? So I was like, try to strike up conversation, but they're giving me these weird looks and they're like... So you talked to them. I did talk you to them. You didn't send Daniel. No, 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 no. I sent Daniel. I'm no, a no, coward. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you're cuter. They'll talk to you. Oh my God. Okay. So what did they... All right. What did he say? He came back with a bag of chips. Are you kidding me? <laughs> See? Man, I went up and talked to him and was like, you know, hey, nice weather and uh, something about Halloween. And the, the little girl's like, I'm 10 years old. Halloween's for kids. <laughs> she may have said 11, but whatever. She's wrong, by the way. <laughs> Halloween is Joe's favorite holiday. But yeah, they just kept giving me these weird looks. And, and I went through all the conversational options. And the last one available was like beg for food and i'm mm. like i just i can't do it you didn't do it i didn't do it dude you're you're gonna be starving soon <laughs> i didn't do it hey now keep in mind i have 40 bucks on me well 
I had 40 bucks on me, but apparently they went to a diner or something mm-hmm. and got some food beforehand. Hamburgers and milkshakes? So yep. how much did you have left? 30. Yeah, I had 10. Yeah. I had $10. So left. I had, and I'm like, I'll go find some food inside. Didn't buy you much inside. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty expensive. Um, another bug, kind of. There's a trash can next to them, and it kind of gives you the option to try to go into the trash can and mm-hmm. find food. I thought that would be really weird with them being there. <laughs> right. But I tried again, or I tried when I came out of the gas station, mm-hmm. and they weren't there anymore. Right. He goes to, I go to the trash can, he's like, I don't want to do it with them there. They're yeah. going to think I'm weird. <laughs> I'm like, there's nobody there. Just do it. Right. <laughs> Did you play the crane game? No, I wasn't going to waste my money Come on, on you the got crane 10 bucks. Game. Plenty of money. 10 bucks. When a loaf of bread is six? No. <laughs> All right, well, I had some... I don't do the grocery shopping in our house, but I'm pretty sure even the most expensive bread is not $6 a loaf. We're never moving to Seattle. Well, I had to raise Daniel's spirit, so I let him play the crane game once, and then I tried, and we didn't get anything. So you and spent I said, four bucks on the no, crane? No, it was a dollar each. No, it was two dollars each. I'm pretty sure it was a dollar. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe I wasted too much money in this thing. It, it really had that, man, I'm gambling, aren't I? I got to stop doing this feeling after, after I did So it. did you get anything? No, I didn't get anything. Waste of money. But I think it made him feel better. Whatever you have to tell yourself. <laughs> There's a pretty cool guy that we meet inside the gas station. His name is Brody. <laughs> cool is one word for him. I think this guy is cool. He seems like a cool guy to he, hang out with. He turns out to be pretty cool. Even, even in the thing, he seem, in the gas station, he seems pretty cool. He's, he's super friendly. He's very interesting. But he's also sitting in a gas station that's sort of also a coffee shop and looking at nudist colonies on his laptop. <laughs> he's writing an article. I know, but writing it's still an weird. article. It's still weird. <laughs> if I was writing an article about nudist colonies, I would not be doing my research in a public place. Online traveling journalist. That sounds like a dream job, doesn't it? It sounds okay. Until you find out what it actually looks like. So what looks like? A nudist colony? No, the online traveling journalist thing. He's really just cruising around in a beat-up <laughs> old station wagon, <laughs> blogging from the back of his car. He does podcasts, too. Right. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> we also meet the gas station attendant lady. Mm-hmm. She's like the owner. Right. And she has she says something like, you don't look like you from around here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she also almost immediately either seems like a racist or at least hates kids yeah at the very least hey i I can understand that (laughs) there's a who doesn't (laughs) there's a especially teenagers (laughs) and she's got a dog there yeah a little puppy that's a mutt that's a stray or whatever like who drops puppies off in the middle of the woods at a gas station i I didn't really get that but it's probably going to come into play later seattle wait are we still in washington at this point or if we made it down to Oregon. We're still in Washington. Okay. Well, I, I think we're still in Washington. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to buy in this place, like camping mm-hmm. gear, like right. tents $60 tent. I don't have that much money. $50 bear costume. <laughs> what? <laughs> $6 loaf of bread. The water was expensive, too. I don't remember how much it was. Well, I didn't, I didn't think to buy the water because I had a water bottle. Right. And I filled it up it in the bathroom. Filled up in the bathroom, right. Yeah, I didn't buy water either. So what did you buy? What did you shop for? I only had 10 bucks. What'd you get? What'd so you buy? I bought a loaf of bread. You bought a $6 loaf of bread. What else was I going to buy? I don't, I don't know, but I don't think a loaf of bread is going to do much for it you. It seemed like the best value for how much you get. 
I bought some hot dogs. <laughs> How much were the hot dogs? They were $6 for two hot dogs. For two hot dogs? Well, yeah. because A loaf some... of bread is a way better value. No, listen. The hot dog has bread. Oh, it's one of those hot dogs. What do you mean one of those hot dogs? <laughs> a hot dog consists of a bun and processed meat. <laughs> right. I was thinking like... I don't know, packaged hot dogs. They oh, don't no, come I with didn't meat. buy a pack of hot I don't have a but microwave a pack of on hot me. dogs wouldn't have two. You've never eaten a raw hot dog? <laughs> no, what? I haven't. Come on. I mean, I know they're pre-cooked, but Right. That a package would have been good. No, these were they had the little spinny yeah, uh, yeah. hot dog grill hot dog thingy. roller. Yeah. yeah, hot dog roller. So I I made two of those and mm. I bought them for I like it's got some protein. Yeah, yeah. Some that makes carbs. Sense. It made sense to me. I'm not going to say it was a bad decision. I just think mine was better. <laughs> Sure, you can just go out in the woods, find some berries, and put them in the sandwich and make a berry sandwich. Yeah, sure. And then throw up all night kill, long. Kill a squirrel, <laughs> cook it over the fire, have some squirrel sandwiches. There was a raccoon on the road. Right. I mean, that's I'm meat. I'm not going to eat roadkill, but... Start a fire, cook it. So you have the option of stealing some stuff here. Oh, I didn't even try. I had money. I was rolling in the yeah, dough, man. I had 30 40, bucks. You had well, 30 bucks at that point. as much money as I me. didn't steal anything. Did you try stealing something? I did not. You were afraid of that woman, weren't you? Yeah. And again, setting a bad example. So I, I, I didn't really, feel like we had been on the road long enough to to sink to the level of stealing from a gas station. It's only been a couple of days, right? Give me a few more days, and you really probably going to be stealing from gas stations. And you don't want to bring any more attention to yourself. The the there's a newspaper outside, like a newspaper dispenser, mm-hmm. where you can you know pull the door open and get, grab yep. a newspaper out of it, and, your and it has your it. picture on it. Yeah. So you really don't want to bring any attention, no, to yourself. So all I bought was bread. All you bought was hot dogs? Yeah, yeah. You had 30 bucks and all you bought was a couple of $6 know, hot hey, dogs? It's only day two. I'm going to be on the road for a while. Yes, I did waste some money. Game. Okay, so you buy some supplies, pick up a map, I assume. Mm-hmm. You got the map. Yep. And go back out to the picnic table where the family was and they've left. And so you Start just eating my bag of chips. Start eating your map. I mean... That the family gave me. Oh, so... Because okay. I the cute kid. Oh, you got the bread and the bag of chips. yeah. So yeah, they, they go sit out at the, at the table and plan their next move. Um, but it's not long before an older man approaches them and accuses them of stealing. Mm-hmm. So this is the other owner, their husband and wife of the gas station. Yeah. Which I was a little confused about because How so? when she was talking about him earlier, because you have the option of talking to her and talking about the picture that's hanging up behind her and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of got the impression that he was dead. Oh, yeah, there was a picture up on the wall. Yeah, with him and a movie director or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, that's my husband. And Anyway, so he basically starts demanding that you come inside mm-hmm. to see if you've actually stolen something, you know, prove to me that you're telling the truth kind of thing. Right. And we get decision. You've got actually three options this time. Yep. Three alternate universes to explore. Mm-hmm. Do you discuss? Do you flee? Or do you attack? Well, attacking seems like the absolute dumbest idea. and. I'm I'm not sure there's any place to flee, so how about we just try and talk our way out of this? Seems fair enough. That's what I did. That's what I did, too. Didn't work. Boring. Yeah. No, it almost immediately went into attack. Like, I don't even know what the... Right, like, the dude just starts wailing on yeah. you, basically. It, it just... Yeah, it just ended in a fight in which Sean is knocked out, but Daniel does escape. So I want to know how you get knocked out by getting a punch to the stomach. Man, you just... You can't breathe. And then you... <laughs> And, and then you, you pass, pass out. out. Okay. I got sucker punched a few times as a kid. Never blacked out. Mm. So I wonder if the other two options really makes a difference. I doubt it. You're not going to overpower this guy. 
You're ruining the illusion. Why is anybody going to listen to this? Because it just ruins the magic. It's like a telltale game. Your decisions don't actually matter. Sean wakes in the back office of the gas station, and he's tied to a pipe. The man had recognized them from, I assume, the report in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. And he's calling the local police, telling them, hey, I think I've got some fugitives you you might be interested in. And Daniel, who had escaped, ends up uh, helping Sean get out of there. But you don't know how Daniel escaped. Well, he ran away. Right, but you don't see any of it, really. I just see him run away. But yeah, there's, I think, I think the dude, I think his name is Hank, maybe. Sounds right. So he ran off into the woods and he wasn't able to He'll go after Hank. him. Hank. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Daniel through a little bit of kind of the only puzzle solving kind of thing that there is mm-hmm. in this game, um, I met, uh, you managed to get out of your predicament. But, but, on your way out, I think Daniel must be running through the store, not the door that we just came in, because he's confronted by yeah the dude. It's a little awkward of a transition there. In any case, superpowers, we have another kinetic blast. Mm-hmm. And when we go into the gas station proper, like everything's knocked over. Mm-hmm. Like a tornado went through. But it's not as bad as no. the one on the front lawn. No, no, no. Or no. else that whole place would have been leveled. Now is... I can't remember. Is Daniel, did he pass out at this point? Or is, I don't remember having to carry him. No, I don't think he passed out this time. Maybe because it wasn't as strong. Oh, he's sort of like, he's like, Sean, what just happened? Like he doesn't remember. He still doesn't know that he did it. Yeah. Decision. You can leave. Just run. Which seems like the smart thing to do. But all that awesome expensive camping gear is just right there and you can steal it. What do you do? I stole it. You stole it. Well. You yeah. chose to steal it. I chose to steal it. The guy wakes up and grabs and Sean's arm. Hand grabs a hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But then you have a follow-up decision. Mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying, but let me ask you another question. Do you run now or do you knock him out and steal the or, camping? Or are you equipment? willing to also assault him before stealing his goods? Absolutely willing to assault this guy. You did? K- kicked him in the face, stole the stuff and left. <gasps> see, that's you're desperate. When you're poor, you get desperate. I didn't. I just ran. You ran? Yeah. That's because you got money. I exactly. <laughs> Not enough to buy a tent. So what? You've got this camping equipment with you now? Yeah. In your so inventory? I've got the tent. I've got the $50 like bear jacket. What? Yeah. You didn't see that hanging up? It was right past the tent. Oh, no, I didn't. Th- so you were able to grab it all in one go? Well, you don't grab it. You Like the scene still ends and then you just see it in your inventory. Gotcha. But I think that's all. I can't remember if there were more things that he grabbed. But I definitely have the tent and the bear jacket. So it, at least Daniel isn't walking around in a shirt covered in blood. Fake blood, but he's just wearing a ridiculous jacket. <laughs> that inventory system is new. That wasn't in the first game, was it? I, I can't remember how the inventory system worked I remember in the first when game. I first opened it up, I'm like, wow, look at all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like everything I have in the backpack, basically, I can see. Do you have condoms? Yeah, I grabbed condoms from my room. I wonder if they're going to come into play later. Mm, maybe. going to like MacGyver them into some sort of balloon or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. But you know, I got a phone charger. Oh, right mm-hmm. before getting to the gas station, checking the phone. Yep. Reading through my new messages. Did a couple Boom. of messages. Yep. Battery's dead. Mm-hmm. And I meant to totally, I totally meant to charge my phone at the gas station, but I don't know if there was a chance to. I don't think I really wanted to. Could have asked Brody to charge your phone. <sighs> I could have. I, I like the text messages, the journal, mm. all that sort of thing. Yep. The text messages, man, I really didn't like reading through them because 
presents them in reverse reverse chronological order. So you see the most recent text message, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yep. But I am not Sean. I didn't see all the previous text right. messages. So I wanted to get some proper context here. So I wanted to scroll to the very beginning of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But the scroll took forever to go to the very top. I'm not even sure that I went to the very top. It was taking so long. And it just, it didn't seem all that relevant. Like there was some conversations between Lila and Sean on the night of one of the presidential debates. Oh, really? I don't remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it wasn't super obvious, but it was absolutely referring to the presidential debate. And there was there was one question from Lila where it was like, he's not actually going to win, is he? Hmm. Or something like that. Which, come on. 17-year-olds watching a presidential debate, not happening. Speaking of our calling out uh, racist remarks, the man at the gas station, Hillbilly Hank, at some point says, maybe I should call ICE to make sure you're a citizen. Mm-hmm. And also, you're the reason we need to build that wall. Yep. I feel like there's, they're trying to tell us something. I, I just can't figure out what it is. Okay, so we've knocked out, well... I knocked out Hillbilly Hank and stole the camping goods. You took off. You're running through the woods and... Mm, yep, yep. We're running through the woods and we find Brody. This seems a little weird. Presumably working in his station wagon. He's sitting in the back. On his laptop. Yeah, on his laptop. I, I think station wagons are cool. I know they don't look cool. Oh, I love station but wagons. But I think like the utility of them is really nice. I keep trying to tell my wife that I want to buy a station wagon. I mean, that's why I have a hatchback is it's like a station wagon that's been kind of cut off a little right, bit. Right, I want... I. I love actual station wagons. They don't make them anymore. Not many. Well, there you can buy a new station oh, wagon. Yeah. But who makes o- one? only from like BMW and Volkswagen Uh-oh. and uh, Volvo has some. Yeah. So like, if you want to pay a lot of money and buy a European car, yes, you but can. But do still they have wood paneling? Wagon. No, they don't do the oh. wood paneling ones anymore. Okay. So we find Brody in his in his station wagon, and it's raining, and it's dark, and he uh, he lets them in. Mm-hmm. Let's him into the car and they drive away. Right. Because he's a good guy. All four of them drive away. Yeah. Four. Why does Daniel have a dog? Because <laughs> he's an idiot. When did he grab this dog? Did uh, he probably grab the dog? While, yeah. Did Brody take the dog? No, no, no. I, oh, uh, no. Daniel took the dog. Dan, Daniel definitely took the dog. He probably took the dog while I was stealing all the camping gear. But I don't know when he stole it for you. I, I don't remember him carrying uh, that bundle anywhere, but I may have just missed it. On uh, my second playthrough, uh, I did notice him when he's climbing into the back of the station wagon. He's got what looks like a blue jacket wrapped around a log or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's the dog. He took the dog. Okay. The dog's name is Mushroom? Mushroom. Okay. Did you get a choice there? No. Okay. I was just wondering if it was different. So Brody's driving them through the rainy nights, and it's kind of an opportunity for them to get to know each other even more than talking to him about his work at the gas station. Turns out Brody comes from a wealthy family, but they're kind of soulless, he says, without Mm -hmm. soul. And so as soon as he could, he left. And now he writes stories for zines, websites. He does podcasts and protests. Who calls them zines? (laughs) Zines are like mini magazines, right? <sighs> Sean says, so oh, you, you're pretty political then, huh? And uh, Brody says, everything is political, Sean. I, I can't disagree. Are you, you, you still getting the messages here? You getting the theming? Okay, so 
for me, they stop for a pee break. Mm-hmm. Okay. While Daniel's sleeping in the car still, right. Brody and Sean have a little heart-to-heart talk here about what, like, what's going on. Brody confesses that he actually knows mm-hmm. that these, you know, what happened with these guys. Right. It's not a secret. But he's not like, you know, I'm going to turn you in or anything. It's he's just trying to help Sean out. And this is an opportunity for Sean to really start the first time for Sean to actually talk to somebody about, you know, what's what he's feeling, what happened, which is pretty cool because he he just breaks down. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a definition for what Brody's doing here. What's that? Aiding and abetting a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Knowingly. He's a good guy, that Brody. (laughs) For me, Sean does express regret for not hugging his dad oh dang i didn't even get to hug my dad the last time so yeah right here where they're hanging out is overlooking a town Mm -hmm. for me this town is dark and there's just the remains of buildings down there because this is there a lighthouse not that I noticed oh because this is arcadia bay the setting of the first game and so here's our, the first effect that we see from picking uh, at the beginning of this episode, what, mm-hmm. what we chose as the ending for the first game. And uh, I chose to sacrifice the town mm-hmm. in the storm. Right. The town doesn't really, there's a little plaque that's like in memory of Arcadia Bay. And that's where it says like 2013 on it. That's how I know oh. what time that that took place. Yeah. When, when I drive away, it says like, welcome to Arcadia uh, okay. Bay or something like that. All right. And I'm like, yes, it was. Like, I saw the lighthouse. I'm like, I bet that's Arcadia Bay. And then I drove past the sign. I'm like, yes, it was. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it at first. But when, at some point, Sean says, my life feels like that town down there. Wiped out, destroyed, empty, like I have nothing. Wow. And that like, is all and I was your like, fault, oh, Joe. That's Arcadia Bay. That's all your fault. <sighs> See what you did? So everything's cool? Everything's cool in Arcadia Bay? It seems yeah, to be a thriving town? Looks like a normal town down there with an operational lighthouse up nice. on the cliff. No Chloe, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was Bro- her destiny. Brody's like, you've got to tell Daniel what happened, right? And I'm mm. like, duh, I know that. Oh, man, there was some point back at that trail at the picnic mm-hmm. area where Sean says something really stupid like, man, it's like Daniel doesn't know what's going on. I'm like, I know. You haven't told him, you dip. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Sean also says, you know, what's his plan going forward, right? Like, I don't know if he's really thinking about this. He just picked up Daniel and left the scene of the crime. Yeah. And they're just, they've been hiking. I assume he's had plenty of time to think about this. But it seems like at this point, the only plan is like, maybe get out of the country and head down to Mexico. Because his dad used to live or own some land down there. Mm-hmm. In Puertos Lobos, I think is what it's called, and or Puerto Lobos, and or he's but he's kind of doubting it, like or should I should I go back or what should I do? And what do you think he should do? We don't know. Like it's crazy. This is five episodes long, and I have I have no idea what's going to happen after this episode. Right. Well, so if you're in the state of Washington and you're thinking of getting out of the country, perhaps you should go north and not south. But it's cold up there. <laughs> it is cold up there, but not just across the border. Yeah, that's true. That is a lot farther. But they're Mexican, so it makes sense for the and they're you know they have talked about family and potentially land down in Mexico, so it does make sense. Yeah. But holy crap, 
That's true. <laughs> 1,500 miles away instead of like 50. Yeah. But he does say that they don't have any family in the U.S. except for some grandparents mm-hmm. that they don't see anymore. Right. Probably his mom's parents would be my guess. Oh, good call. But the but this is where I got the first indication that the mom's out of the picture, that she's not around and we don't know. Cause that the, was your first indication? Yeah. It wasn't when you were going through the garage or whatever that was? And there was the box of her stuff and her bike. And... I just assumed she was dead or something. I didn't know that she was alive at that oh, point. Oh, okay. Well, but then did Brett not say that's why your mom left? Oh, because no, you immediately because I immediately confronted him. Yeah. Right. So violent. <laughs> and yet you didn't kick Hillbilly Hank in the face. Brody drops the boys off at a hotel and gets them a room. And he gives them a backpack too. Did he not give you a backpack because you've already stole all this stuff? <laughs> so I got a backpack with some money in it. He gave me a backpack. Jeez. So how much money do you have at this point? Good question. Because he gives you like 30. I don't remember. I think. So I've probably got about 40 bucks. So maybe we, okay. maybe we have about the same amount then. Well, he probably gave you the same. That I don't, he, gave he may me. not have. Maybe I only got 10 or 15. To even it out? Yeah. Because your choices don't matter. <laughs> I, I like to think that in these games, your choices actually matter. It's not telltale. Oh, he also tells Sean, you need to get rid of that phone if you're like serious about this. Yeah. No doy. <laughs> <laughs> As we would have said when we were teenagers. <laughs> Daniel's pretty excited about this hotel room, which I would be too, but he's jumping around like, oh yeah, it's a bed it's and a TV. crappy motel and he's like, do you think they have Netflix and a jacuzzi? <laughs> no. You're going to be lucky if there aren't bugs in the bed. <laughs> did you play rock, paper, scissors to pick which bed that you got? I did. And I won. I won too. And then I let him play again. Yeah. And I won again. Me too. Because it's not hard to beat kids at rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> they always start with rock. So you know to go paper. And then because you went paper, they're going to go paper the next time. <laughs> so you go scissors. It's not hard to beat children at rock, paper, scissors. But I then got the option of giving him the bed anyway. So I did. Yeah, me too. And he's a dirty zombie. So uh, we got to <laughs> We start the bath for him. And it's during this time that we, uh, while he's taking a bath, that we head out to the balcony mm-hmm. and we have a decision to make here. Uh, we do turn, so we, we've, he's charged his phone mm-hmm. enough to be able to start looking at the messages and stuff. And he's got a bunch of messages from Lila and we have this decision. Do we call her back or not? Keeping in mind that Brody just said we need to get rid of this phone. Right. I'm not an idiot. I'm not calling her. Like, I know that she's the best friend and she wants to help, but nope, I'm not calling her. Okay, did you make that decision immediately? Because after reviewing my playthrough, I sat there like like hovering over the call her, like <laughs> back and forth, back and forth over the call back, call back. And I'm like, no, maybe not. And it took me a while before I finally landed on don't call. I might have taken a couple of seconds to think about it, but but no, it, it was a pretty easy decision. This seems like a really bad idea to call her. It's hard. It's a, it's a sucky decision to have to make because she's basically the your only person left in this world Mm -hmm. other than Daniel. So Sean watches a video on the phone of Daniel opening the play box Christmas present. Mm -hmm. And dad wants to play. He wants to play too. He wants to play that game where you steal cars and go on high speed pursuits. (laughs) I wonder what game that is. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, I just love all these game references. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool. But he does end up throwing the phone away. Yep. So Sean's like, he finally mans up and he's like, I am going to go inside and I'm going to tell Daniel about what happened mm-hmm. but then he's like i'm thirsty can i have something to drink first so sean goes looking for some soda as they say in washington 
Did you not have the opportunity to dance? He's like standing on the bed dancing to some music. Yeah. Oh, an option came up. And I was like, no, no, we got it. We got it. This is serious. We got to talk. Yeah. And I think I turned the TV off. Yeah. I don't remember if I turned the TV off. But I'm like, you know, listen, we got to talk. He's like, you know, what's going on? I'm thirsty. Okay. So while you're outside looking for a vending machine, oh man, that Daniel kid must turn that TV on and he finds a TV news report about the incident that happened. And there is the picture of his dad. And it says that, you know, he was shot or killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a way to find out. So before Sean can even get the drink, like things are going crazy. Like uh, lights are flickering and, mm-hmm. and he goes back in and it's like, it's like we actually get to see what's happening when he has these powers. Right. I, I said in the gas station, it was like a tornado had gone through. Now it looks like a tornado. Like it's, everything's just swirling around in the air. Right. And Daniel's losing his mind and he's, he's screaming, you, you, you lied to me. I hate you. You're not my brother. You're not my brother. Mm-hmm. How did you feel during this scene? Oh, freaking terrible. Why? Absolutely. Why awful. would you feel bad about this? Because I should have told him sooner. It's the worst possible way for Daniel to find out that his dad is dead. Why didn't you tell him earlier? Well, I didn't have the opportunity to. <laughs> you had lots of time. You could have told, told him any time. Right. The last couple we were days. walking along the forest road. Absolutely could have if the game developers would have let me. <laughs> Thanks, don't nod. This is why this feeling that you have, that feeling of feeling awful, mm-hmm. is the reason I don't like lying to people. Because this reaction here of the, I hate you, you lied to me. Basically, I can't put my trust in you anymore. Mm-hmm. You've ruined something. That's why. And I was very upset that I did not have the opportunity I didn't have that decision to make in this game. Right. I wanted to do it earlier. I was very upset. Yep. I could absolutely see myself ending up in the same situation, though, because that is such a hard conversation to have, and you would want to keep procrastinating on that. Mm. You wouldn't want to have that conversation right away, and you would just be mulling it over in your head over and over again. How the best time would have been when he was sick and throwing up. I think that would... (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, uh, he seems to calm down, which is good because I think that hotel would have been leveled. Right. He's just, you know, he's begging, don't lie to me ever again. Ever. You know? I think it would have taken a little bit longer to get some trust back. I don't know. He's nine. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, but at the same time, even though I, I didn't want to be put in that position, I understood from Sean's perspective and I could totally see, like I, like I said about uh, my nephew earlier, and this mm-hmm. really reminded me of the way that he acts. I could totally see him right. being in this situation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really, it didn't bother me that much from that perspective. The next morning, we see Sean and Daniel on a bus, presumably, heading uh, south. south toward Mexico. And Sean tells a story about wolf brothers who lost their dad and have to find a new home. Just mm-hmm. trying to, I don't know, give hope, maybe, to Daniel. And I, at some point, I, I think it's the beginning of the scene, Daniel says something like, what's wrong with me? Am I a monster? Right. And uh, Sean just says, no, you're, you're just different. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the end of the episode then. That was the climax, the you lied to yeah. me. And uh, now they're both on the same page about what happened. Also, that they both realize that Daniel has powers. But there is a post credit scene. And it's really short. We see like a forest covered in snow. And... We hear Sean encouraging Daniel to do something, and then we see a rock float into the air, like Luke Skywalker. Like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. 
floating some rocks, learning force powers. And that's it. That's the end. Mm-hmm. That's the moment I was, that I actually had some real excitement about the rest of the series. That's, that moment is what gave me hope because, and I, I'm just going to jump right into like my overall thoughts here. Okay. I didn't think this was the most fun. I, I, I thought this was like so many superhero movies that come out nowadays. It was a lot longer than it needed to be. The camping scene at the park could have been way shorter. Like it was all just a lot longer than it felt like it needed to be. And there was a bunch of stuff that you could do that didn't seem to really matter. So, you know, so I spent a ton of time at the gas station doing stuff that like, who cares? I walked all the way around the outside of that place. Mm. I was looking at the neighbor's house or whatever. <laughs> like I, I bet I spent an hour at the gas station. So I was a little bored at points through this game. I, I wanted it to just move faster and it felt like it was just taking forever to get to the point. And then we see this post credit scene. We see that Daniel is learning how to use this superpower. And now the world is just anything can happen because now he can move things with his mind. And I don't know where the story is going, but there's going to be some cool stuff that's going to happen because they can do so many cool things now. So now I'm really looking forward to the rest of the series. Whereas through a lot of this game, I was like, this is, this has not been great. I don't, I don't want this to turn into before the storm because before the storm wasn't great. It oh was yeah, just okay. we were we were excited well, because we were excited at the end of that first episode and right. things were looking really good. And then it just it took a different turn than what we were expecting. Yeah. The way you describe it, it sounds like a, a an origin story. Yeah. So speaking, you know, speaking of superhero movies or whatever, it feels like an origin stories can be pretty boring. You know what it kind of feels like? The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, the very first one. I don't like the first one. If I'm going to watch Lord of the Rings movies, I'm not watching the first one. You're skipping it. I skip it. It's so boring. (laughs) It is so boring. The second and third Lord of the Rings movies, all day. Love those ones. Those huge battles and stuff. Yes. Give me that. What about The Hobbit? Oh, The Hobbit was terrible. Did you watch all three? The Hobbit was, no. I watched the first (laughs) one. I was like, nope. I don't need any more of The Hobbit in my life. But yeah, it, it felt like. Like, I understand that they they have to use this episode to set up everything that's going to happen, but it, it felt like it could have been way more condensed and we could have gotten started on the discovery of his powers in this episode. And they chose not to, maybe to make more episodes. I don't know. Maybe there's just so much content in the rest and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give don't not the benefit of the doubt here because I loved, loved, loved season one but i think that if if you're listening to this podcast in 2020 (laughs) because this series is done and you're just flying through the episodes back to back i don't think you're gonna feel the way i do because if i could have gone straight from episode one to episode two i might not have been so disappointed by episode one do you think you feel that way also because we just played Adventures of Captain Spirit, and we kind of had the same discussion then. Like, you, you weren't too big on that one either, but mm-hmm. I, I was like, you know, well, this is just, you know, the opening to something, and and you know, it's sort of like let's see how this how this fits in with the greater uh, narrative. 
And it kind of feels the same way now. So we've had two of these episodes in a row where we're like, okay, but like what, you know, what's, what's next? What's the big thing? I was surprised this was uh, announced as a five episode thing. I thought it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that Mm -hmm. long, but there is that fear that, yeah, are they stretching things out? Yeah. And would it make more sense to be a a tighter three episode or four episode thing? But, you know, we just won't know until we play through the whole thing. Maybe there is a lot to to do. If you remember, one of the big reasons I didn't like Captain Spirit was because I didn't like, it's only an hour game and I didn't get to experience all of it because of the bugs. Now, okay. Now, wait a minute. It wasn't a bug. You just couldn't find the keys. I think it was a bug. No, you need to go back and listen to it because I just did <laughs> a few days ago, a week ago, and you kept saying, I think there may have been bugs. And I said, you just didn't find the garage key. And that unlocked most of the rest of the things. All right. Any other just overall thoughts about this episode where you just want to wait and see what happens next? I am really excited for episode two. I'm real. I'm probably more excited than I should be. Yeah. Temporary your expectations. Yeah. But I really like this episode. I really, I really like the characters. Oh, I'm I a, love the characters. I'm a little disappointed that the choices aren't having much effect on the plot. I get that, especially at the beginning of a season of a five episode season. Mm. Maybe you don't want to have any drastic changes up front because that can have the butterfly effect going on throughout the whole thing. Right. But at this point, it is it is about the character relationships. And mm. I think they've done a really great job of setting up something. I just don't know what it, I don't know where, I feel like they can go anywhere at this point. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's talk about predictions. Do you have well, any predictions? On. Before we get into predictions, I want to ask you I just one said more, I want to go to predictions. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I have one more question for you about this episode. Yeah. And I think your answer is going to be no. Some of the other feedback that I've seen from sites and stuff on this episode is that a lot of people felt like this was way too political. I have a feeling you don't think that because you didn't even pick up on some of the stuff that was that was in there, like the presidential debate and that it was right before the 2016 presidential election. So do you, did you feel like it was way too political or like that it was basically forcing a narrative around the the donald trump presidency uh it felt because of some of the things that people were saying and there was so much of it it was like every character that you met right except for brody it felt forced in that sense but once you told me that it was taking place during that time Mm -hmm. well then it it makes sense that they would do that sort of theming but also i mean it would just make sense because these are the characters that they wanted to write about and just as a natural consequence that's just going to happen the 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 characters that we that we have the place that they live. I mean, I think that that follows. I don't think it was overly, I don't think that it was, you know, sometimes when it's, when it feels forced like that, it's like they're trying to like, they're really trying to drive home a message. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they were necessarily like, these are bad people or whatever. I think they're just saying this is, this is how things are. Right. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it was overly forced or, or anything along those lines, because I remember the fall of 2016. I remember feeling like, everyone is talking politics right now. Everyone is so shocked, especially after the election day. Everyone is so shocked by what has happened that you couldn't go anywhere without people talking about politics. It was at the barbershop, at church, at at parties, like everyone at work, everyone everywhere, even if they didn't talk politics before, was talking politics. and. So for them to have a lot of politics stuff going on 
in a game that's set in the fall of 2016 just feels right. Can I go to predictions now? Sure. As long as your predictions are political. <laughs> so what are your predictions? I like At this point, I don't know where we're going in the story. I feel like anything could happen at this point. Or even where we're going in the country. Yeah. Because it's snowing. Well, yeah, in the, in the post. So they're not in Mexico. Not yet. <laughs> right. I mean, it takes a while to get down there. Right. And also, they don't have that much money. And I would think a bus ticket all the way to Mexico sure. would be a lot of money. Maybe they got your idea and are heading up to Canada. I doubt it. But maybe they're just in the mountains of Oregon, mm-hmm. and that's why there's snow. I mean, it is heading into winter here. And if they went into the mountains, I, there would probably be snow in the mountains in November. This is why I think we're getting the connection to Chris next episode. Because Chris from Captain Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because it was snowy then. And it was around, it was before Christmas because they were trying to get a Christmas tree. It's lining up with the time, the time frame here. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're going to get, we're going to get that crossover in the next episode. That's my, mm-hmm. that's my prediction. And question, is it possible that Chris's neighbors, the Reynolds, mm-hmm. are those the grandparents? Oh, what if they're going, what if they got desperate and went to the grandparents' house and that's the grandparents who live next door to, what's his face? Chris. Chris. Yeah. And we saw them in the yard. There. Case closed. Was it them? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, due to the the magic of editing, Joe did just show me a screenshot from the end of of Captain Spirit. And yes, it is very clearly Sean and Daniel in in the yard when Chris falls out of the tree. So we know at some point they are going to meet up in the yard mm-hmm. or wherever. Right. Maybe it's next episode. Maybe it's not. All right. So this concludes our recap of episode one of season two of Life is Strange. This is called Roads. The next episode, which is called Rules. I think it's called Ooh, Rules. I think it is called Rules. Yeah. Uh, comes out January 24th of 2019. So that's right around the corner. So we'll, of course, be playing that soon. Uh, before we get out of here, we do absolutely want to thank Don't Nod for making this game. We also want to thank you, the listener, for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed the game and uh, our discussion of this. And if you have any other feedback, maybe some decisions that you made that weren't the same as ours, we hope you will let us know. You can do that in a bunch of ways. You can go over to the digitalmediazone.com or just storyplayerspodcast.com. There's comment sections on all of the posts you can email us from there you can find us on twitter at vg story players we're on facebook at vg story players uh we're all over the place and all of that information is at the website we'd also really appreciate it if you would just share this podcast with your friends you're probably talking to other people about this game maybe you can tell them about the podcast too because that's going to do it for this episode of story players. I'm Josh Pollard. I'm Joe Distasio. And we'll see you back real soon. See ya. So I want to know how you get knocked out by getting a punch to the stomach. Man, you just, you can't breathe. And then you, <laughs> and then and then you, you pass, pass out. out. Okay. I got sucker punched a few times as a kid. Never blacked out. Mm. We can do some experiments right now. We could. All right, we just had to do an edit because I punched Joe in the stomach so hard that he blacked out.
So this has been another episode of Story Players. <laughs> uh, in other news, I'm getting so a new I, co-host. This is another episode of. <laughs> uh, mm.